So the title, you know, to that hymn, Sweet Hour of Prayer. Brother Steve, you get up every morning and spend an hour on your knees? No, I don't. Fall down, yeah. Uh, yeah. If we were legalistic, then we'd have to say, well, I've got to spend at least an hour, you know, praying, you know. Let me ask it another way. Do you spend an hour combined throughout the day? Because where we are in Romans 12, 12 is continuing instant in prayer. So do you spend uh, an amalgam of, of an hour throughout the day praying? You know, do you have to? Now, I'm not saying that's necessary, but that used to trouble me as a kid. Spirit of prayer, yes, absolutely. Praying without ceasing, right? Uh, but as a kid, I used to look at that and think, well, I don't pray for an hour. You know, uh, there's probably people that pray more than an hour at a time. I've, I've read stories of men who, who wore out. I'm talking about wooden floorboards. They wore grooves in the wooden floorboards in their home where they would pray every morning. Um, we want to have a healthy prayer life, don't we? Is, is, is prayer, you know, Brother Johnny asked us the question, didn't he? He, he, said, he said, at first, he wrote the title to his sermon as what? Does it help to pray? And then he said he scratched that out, and he wrote in its place, it helps to pray, <laughs> you know. So it helps to pray. I mean, it's, it's, in, it's in one sense like breathing air for the believer. Um, I mean, it is, it is the place that we come unto the throne of grace. It's the place that we come to the mercy seat. It's a place that, that we let our requests be made known but it's also a place at times that changes us because we come before the Lord and say, Lord, this is my petition, but nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. So sometimes it, it even changes our thoughts, you know, our attitudes. It's a place that we come to worship. It's a place that we come to bow down. Um, it's a place that we come to honor the Lord, a place that we come for help. Um, you know, in a sense, we're abiding in the vine um, that we might bear fruit. Lord, I've got this problem. You know, I know it. I'm confessing it. I need help here. Um, Lord, I'm weak. And your word says, with Paul's situation, that when he was weak, he was strong. So that's what I'm asking for. I want to be strong. It's a place that we come for boldness. You find the, the church in Acts. You find them praying that they might have boldness to speak as they ought to speak. So these are some of the things that kind of come to our minds, you know, when we think about this, this idea of prayer. How about the disciples? Lord, teach us to pray. And there's a framework, a model, you know, for prayer. I mean, here's the things that your, that your prayer, you know, these are things to, that, that fit into the categories to pray, you know, about and for. I mean, you start out our Father. What a great, wonderful, um, restful place to start. This is my father who loves me, cares for me. Um, more than any other you know, earthly relation, my, my mom thinks she loves me. But she might would try to spare me from some things that the Lord would say, 
this is needful. This is necessary. He loves me enough to put me through those things. I'm sure there were times when my dad said, no, he's going to learn that. She's like, you know, let's, let's, does he have to do that? You know, uh, I don't know. I can't think of an instance necessarily, you know, but, but, uh, you know, dad wanted me to learn. And here I was maybe boohooing because I didn't want to do it. Um, but, and mom might've been on my side saying, you know, he didn't have to do that, does he? And dad says, yeah, he's got to do it. He's got to do it. So, you know, we, we understand some of those things about prayer. Our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom. It's not, it's not about me. It's not about my kingdom. It's not about amassing things for myself and, and gaining titles and lands and riches. It's all about the kingdom of God. It's about the gospel. It's about being an ambassador of Christ. Thy will be done. I mean, that's the overarching thing there. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, giving us this day our daily bread. I mean, where does that come from? Remember me telling you the story about the guy that was invited over to his neighbor's house and, and um, they're sitting around the table, all the food, the meal's prepared. It's all there waiting to be put on their plates. And he recognizes they aren't going to pray. So he's thinking, well, maybe they are forgetting. Maybe they think they're going to offend me by praying. And he says, shouldn't we pray? And the man of the household says, why should we pray? Why should I thank God for what I've gone out and I've earned? Why should I thank God for what I went out and bought, what I prepared with my own hands? The man had no understanding, did he? And I'm sure it was a grief to his guest, but may have provided an opportunity for him to share with him the reason why he ought to be thankful. Give us this day our daily bread. Isn't it comforting to know that it's not just up to you? You know? I mean, what about Elijah by the brook? If it was just up to him to feed himself and the ravens weren't bringing his food to him, you know? So... I'm glad. It's the Lord that gives me my daily bread. I could lose the use of my arms and legs. I could be paralyzed in a wheelchair. Could have little kids run around the house and Teresa has to, I couldn't look after them. She's got to look after them. How, how, how are we going to get by? The Lord's able. He doesn't have to have my hands and my arms and my feet, my legs. He's able. He knows my heart that if I had my arms and legs, I'd get out there and, and, and go to work. Plant a garden or something. You know, the Lord's able. Spend a lot of time in prayer, wouldn't you? In a case like that. So where we are is, is in Romans chapter number 12. Let's, let's stand as we, as we read our text. Uh, Romans 12, 12. We'll just read the one verse. We've, we've already covered the first two injunctions to us. Rejoicing in hope was the first patient in tribulation that was the second and to be able to do both of those i think the third injunction is absolutely necessary if you're going to rejoice in hope if you're going to be patient in tribulation you're going to have to be continuing instant prayer or be devoted as some other translations say be devoted to prayer so before we we um go any further let's Let's ask the Lord to be with us, speak to us. Um, 
ask Brother Donnie if he would to pray for us. Yes. Cause us to be in certain prayer and not just be on our knees and right. feel like we're despairing or whatever. Yes. We have no other prayer time, but you should be our first prayer every time. And if you don't call us soft in the morning, Yes. Amen. You may be seated. So <clears throat> you you think about what Brother Donnie was saying there when he was praying about not just coming to the Lord in times of difficulty. Well, if you look at the verse, I mean, we're told to rejoice in hope. So there's rejoicing in hope. So there's, there's this rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice. So we rejoice in prayer. But then there's also the other side of it that he's already mentioned. You know, we, we, when we're in trouble, it's easy to pray. Uh, we, we don't have anywhere else to turn. Um, so we got the patient and tribulation. So you got both of those mentioned there in the in this verse before we get to continuing instant uh, in prayer. Both the the rejoicing side of things and the being and the going through trouble and going through trial and going through tribulation. Um, so we might set our hearts this morning upon the question, you know, what is prayer? And along with that. Um, why should we continue, you know, in it? Um, you know, what is prayer and why should we continue in it? Well, I mean, on one hand, on why we should continue in it, we, we have, we have a, a command, you know, from the Lord, you know, to do so. God's Word gives us that understanding that this is something that we're to be continually at. Um, you know, I, I think about this often, and, and it there are things that happen all throughout the day. Um, you know, it could be Brother JT on his tractor and something happens. It could be, it could be, uh, you still ride one of those, Brother JT? You still ride a tractor? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it could be any a number of things. Um, you know, a, um, a flat tire. Um, uh, uh, you know, we, we call things accidents. You know, are, are there such things? Um, you know, there's, you know, are all things not ordained, you know, from above? Um, so, 
So, um, you know, that being the case, we believing that God is sovereign, what can we not rejoice over? You know, in, in some sense, I mean, it's easy to rejoice whenever Lily and Randall have that baby. You know, it's, it's easy to rejoice, you know, there. Um, but when difficulties come, can we not say, Lord, I don't understand this. I wouldn't have wanted this to happen. I wouldn't have chosen it, you know, for myself. But I know that you have a reason and a purpose in it. Help me to be patient while I'm going through this. Um, and, and help me to understand, to learn, you know, what it is that I need to learn from this. Help, <clears throat> help me to show Christ unto others in, in the midst of this. You know, sanctify this, you know, to my good. Um, even this. So, you know, we, we understand our need, I think, uh, to some degree of prayer. Do, do we perfectly understand what prayer is? I, I, don't, I don't know that we perfectly understand what it is. We know some of the things of what it means unto us. I mean, we have a direct line of communication to our Heavenly Father at any time. If I find myself where I left off in what's commonly referred to as the Lord's Prayer, what, what other preachers, you know, would I think more correctly call a model, you know, prayer, <clears throat> you know, is it lead me not into temptation, but deliver me, you know, deliver us from evil. Uh, Lord, here's this thing that's been set before me. Help keep me from it. You know, I, I know I'm, I'm weak. I could easily fall, you know, susceptible to that, but, but, um, you know, keep me from this, save me from this. Um, think about martyrs that have gone, you know, to the stake. You know, save me from irrational fear. You know, save me from, from being overwhelmed with, with doubt and unbelief. Uh, help me even, <clears throat> you know, there to boldly proclaim, um, you know, your, your, your truth uh, there to the, to the man even that's, that's, that's there at the gallows. Um, I mean, think about the instance that we read last week, and I know you're familiar with it, but think about Stephen. There he is being stoned, and he's praying. He's looking up to heaven, rejoicing. You know, he can see, you know, the, the, the son at the right hand of the father. Heaven opened up, yeah. And then he prays for his, for his persecutors. He prays for his murderers. Lay not this sin to their charge. Lord, receive my spirit. Um, you know, so is there grace even for that? Sure there is. Where are you going to get that from? Um, it's going to come by prayer. Lord, help me. Help me in this. Help me to be what, what, what I ought to be. So prayer is not simply a duty that we're obligated to carry out. Well, I've done my duty. I've gone to church today. I've done my duty. I've prayed today. I've done my duty. I've, I've given an offering, you know, today. Um, you know, what do you think about those kind of things? I mean, um, think about the, the sacrifices that were brought to the altar. And, and, and they, weren't, they didn't have a right heart. And the Lord's like, away with your sacrifices. Yeah. And no more of this, this, this blood and oblation from you that, that do not honor me and do not honor my word. Um, how about these? I was watching something on TV the other day, and this, uh, you've, you've seen those prayer wheels that they have in... Uh, and this one, you know, was, wasn't just one they were spinning, you know, but it was on a wall, and there were just row after row after row of these little things that you, you know, about that big, I guess, but you'd spin them. Um, that's not prayer, you know. 
I mean, to be devoted to prayer, to be earnest in prayer, to be fervent in prayer, you know, and that's just like zip right through all those, those uh, cylinders and out the other end, I'm done, you know. Um, so that's, that's not prayer. But we come before a throne of grace to obtain help in time of need. I mean, I'm the one that needs help. God doesn't need any help. I need help. I need help from him. It's precious enough to continue instant in it. Does it help you to pray? No. To continue instant in it. Whatever may be happening, to continue instant in it. If, you know, I'm, I'm in sales still, you know, for the construction company. Guess what? If I get a sale or I don't get a sale, you know what? I thank the Lord for it. Don't know why, Lord, we didn't, we didn't get that job. Don't have to wonder about it. I did, I did you know, what I'm supposed to do. And so uh, there's a reason. I mean, I know what it is, but there's a reason. But if I get one, it's not like, oh, boy, you know, I really, I really uh, handled all that correctly, and I answered all the questions just right, and I you know, did this, and I did that, and I'm the one that did, you know, I got to say, oh, no. It's he has done that. Lord, thank you for daily bread. Lord, thank you. you know, and, and not only that, but Lord, help us. I mean, we're not just a construction company, but, but we're believers. And we're in unbelievers' houses. And, and we want to respond. And we want to be what you called us to be. You know, you see what I'm saying about continuing instant prayer, whatever it is. I mean, make application to it, you know, in your own life. I mean, whatever's happening. Um, I had a preacher one time that he, he, he really drilled down on some of these things. And he said, brother, if you're sweeping the floor, you use that. Be instant in prayer. Use that. Not just, I'm not talking about just being thankful I got a broom, but make a spiritual application to it. Lord, sweep. There's some things that need to be swept out of my life. You know, sweep them out. You know, remove those things. Um, so being instant in prayer. Being ready to pray always. I mean, maybe you're sitting in the doctor's office and the doctor says, I have some difficult news to give to you. You have cancer. Um, you have five days to live. In fact, let me see. Here it is. I had this in my notes for later. I'd forgotten about it until just that moment. Um, Brother Bob Jennings. I don't know if you knew Brother Bob Jennings, Brother JT. Did you know him? Didn't know him. Um, he he went to he had pancreatic cancer. He went to be with the Lord in, in November of, of 2012. But this is he posted this two months earlier, uh, and there were people that were coming up to Brother Bob and saying, "Brother, we, we met him at Bentley, but saying, brother, we know the Lord's going to heal you of this, and and that's what we think you ought to be praying towards." And there were other folks that were like, "Brother, we don't know what the Lord might do in this situation." But we're, we're praying for you. We're praying for grace for you. Um, we're praying for your family. We know this is a hard time. It's a difficult time. Um, you know, the doctors may, may be right. You know, over here, the doctors are wrong. The doctors are wrong. Over here, the doctors you know, might be right. We don't, we don't know, brother. We're, but we're praying for you. And so on September the 26, 2012, Brother Bob posted this. He said, the doctors have given me one or two days to live. He said, or had given me, I'm sorry, he had given him one or two days to live. 
on September the 26th, he said, it's now been 14 days. It's not been one day or two days, it's been 14 days. And so you might be inclined to come over here to these people and say, well, maybe they're right. You know, maybe that's what the Lord's going to do. Um, but where we need to stay is, nevertheless, Lord, this, that's my desire. I, won't, I mean, he's pastor of a church and, and uh, you know, family. And, you know, I, I, Lord, I'm, I, I know it's, it would, it's wonderful to think about passing from here into glory, but, but if you still have things for me to, you know, to, to, to do, you know, I, I, you know I, whatever your will is, you know, whatever your will is. And, and that's kind of where Brother Bob was because the title to his post was Which Prayer? So you see people on both sides of his circumstances. He says, which prayer? He says, now been 14 days by the great mercy of God. He says, as it is written, greater your mercies, O Lord. Revive me according to your ordinances, Psalm 119, verse 156. But he says, the songwriter says, or the hymn writer, swift to its close ebbs out life's little day. He says, I must now use a walker and can barely use that. I'm glad to have the Lord, shepherd, savior, friend, redeemer. Over the past two years, some have urged me to pray, firstly, one, to God desperately and persistently that he would, you know, take this away, that he cure me. Some have urged that I pray resignedly, simply to leave my state of of affliction with God and to resign to whatever his will, you know, might be. What do the scriptures say, he says. We find both. I've done both. I've asked the Lord, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not as I will, you know, but as thou wilt. He says, we find both. Yeah, I've done both, he says. I know those who have counseled me would agree to both. Ultimately, he says, we must rest right there, knowing that we are God's property. We belong to him. Bought with a price. Our times are in his hand. Anything further, and we would lose our mind trying to twist God's arm and wondering if, if, if we'd only done more, what could have been? And the Spirit of God is a promised helper, for we do not know how to pray as we ought. And then he ended with Romans eight twenty six, which is that passage. And he says, love. Bob Jennings. So, you know, we find in where we are in Romans 12, thinking about what is prayer, you know, we find those thoughts, you know, in, in our own circumstances. If we, like I said, receive that sentence of, you know, what if your wreck is in the medical field? I mean, if somebody told me I had cancer, I wouldn't know a lot about it, except it's not good. You know, in, a, in one sense, it's, it's, it's foreign to the body. It's, it's causing a problem. She's got a lot of more medical information. You know, she understands more of the, the, the details about what are happening. And she not only knows that, but she knows what, in a particular type of cancer, she knows what's probably coming next. You know, I can't see that far down the road, but she could. And it may even be a greater problem for her receiving that news than it would be you know, for me, but definitely a difficulty for both of us if we were to get some sort of news like that. What do we do? Pray. Yeah, I know you have, brother. Yeah. Yeah. 
40 years later, yeah. Mm hmm. Ah, okay. Mm hmm. With God, yes. Mm hmm. Yes, yes. And when I think about it from that perspective that you're talking about there, yeah, I think about. The Lord saying, come unto me. Come unto me and rest. You know, come unto me. Uh, that, that yoke that you're, that you're trying to carry, don't, don't try to carry it. Rest in me. Look unto me. Wait upon me. Hope in me. I, I'm, I'm your shepherd. I'm your savior. You're, you're, you're in good hands. In better hands than all state, right? You're in good hands. You're in good hands. I'm leading you along. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lead you beside still waters and into green pastures. You don't have to be concerned about this. Uh, and boy, how many people have the same testimony, you know, brother, that, that the doctors told him something. And what an opportunity to worry. What an opportunity to fret. What an opportunity to be afraid. And then 40 years later, it didn't transpire. It, and it could, could change, you know. Uh, Lord could take any of us out any number of ways, couldn't he? Um, but what a blessing to be at peace with God, um, to be at rest, knowing that whatever the Lord does is right, and that whenever I close my eyes here, no matter, no matter how difficult it is, that I'm going to open them in glory. Um, and behold, you know, my Savior's face. I'll, I'll, I'll see him you know, like, like Job says, you know, though, though he's, you know, buried, worms destroy. He gets pretty graphic, doesn't he? Worms destroy his body. Yet in my flesh, I shall see God. I shall see God. <clears throat> so it is, it is a, 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 a wonderful outlet, prayer is, to bring us to that place that we read of in God's word, to be at peace, to, to wrestle with these things. You think about Jacob, how he wrestled before he had to cross that river, sent everything ahead of him because he was afraid what Esau might do. And was trying to send gifts, you know, to him. Um, but the Lord worked all that out, you know. I mean, it could have gone a different way, you know, but, but uh, he wrestled with the Lord. Um, and, and he got some peace, you know, about it. He walked with a limp <laughs> the rest of the way, but, but he got some peace about it. Um, so, ultimately, we, we rest there. We rest right there, knowing, like Brother Bob said, we are God's property. I mean, I think there's probably some things you take care of that belong to you, you're particular about. Um, some of us are a little more particular than others, you know, about taking care of things. But, but you know, we, it, 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 it was bought with a price, to use language from Scripture. It was bought with a price. We've been bought with a price. Uh, 
Um, he's the potter. We're the clay. Uh, we're resigned, Lord, whatever that you choose, you know, to do. Help me to help me to be at peace with with these things. Help me to trust. Help me to rest. Be like I said this morning. Be honest with the Lord. If you're having trouble resting, having trouble having peace, bring it before Him. He'll grant the grace, you know, to overcome. So, our times, like He said, are in His hands. Uh, I'm sure in Brother Bob's, um, it was pancreatic cancer. I don't know if I mentioned that or not. Um, pretty painful. Last time I saw him, I hugged him. Um, I forget what what were we we were at y'all's house yesterday, and I think did you hug Anna? And you said I can feel all your bones. You can't feel my bones. I got three. Anna didn't have the insulation that I've got, but Brother Bob, last time I hugged him, he was he was skin and bone. There there was didn't seem to be any muscle, you know, uh, structure at all anymore but um, he was I'm sure constantly consistently fervently praying calling upon the Lord asking for help I remember hearing stories from him where he couldn't preach that morning so he'd be laying on the front pew and I can remember stories where he said the only thing that could pass through my system without causing me great pain is bananas you get tired of bananas after a while you may be your favorite food group. I don't know, but you get tired of them after a while. And my kids used to think that their favorite place to go, you know, they looked forward to going there because they didn't get to go there that often. But I told them, I said, if you spent every day here, you'd get tired of it. You'd get tired of it. <clears throat> but I'm sure he was consistently trusting, continually resting in him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Upon him we depend. This is prayer. This is what prayer, you know, is for us. We know where our help comes from. Um, it, it comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. I mean, all things are in his power. Uh, he holds all things together by the word of his power. I'm being held together, you know, by, by him, by his power. I'm able to walk in this life as a believer, kept by the power of God. Through faith, being kept by Him, looking unto Him who overrules all things and tells me to rest upon His faithfulness, to rest in His love, to rest in His power, to rest upon His promises, to rest in the blood of Christ. And if He's given His Son, what will He not give, right? You know, the greater to lesser, you know, argument that we have. Uh, I'm convinced, though we know these things about prayer, we're not found at the throne of grace often enough, I'm sure. Though we are encouraged by God's word to ask, seek, knock. So, I'll put it to you this morning. How's your prayer life? You know, how is it? Would you describe it with some of these terms, you know, that we've, you know, fervent, earnest, devoted, instant, you know, would you would you describe it as that? Are any of us perfect in the in that regard? No, none of us are perfect in our prayer life. You know, we we strive towards that mark, though, right? I mean, we're we're aiming towards that mark. We're asking the Lord. I mean, we ought to be like the disciples. Lord, teach us to pray. And I, like I said last week, be ready for what might come. 
Because if you got something to pray about, something had to happen, right? Uh, be ready for what might come. And the Lord's not going to hurt you. He's not going to hurt you. He's only going to do what's best for you. So it's, it's safe to say, Lord, teach me to pray. It's safe to ask the Lord for patience, uh, even though it's going to bring tribulation. Because tribulation worketh patience. It's safe to ask for those things. You're safe in His arms. He cares for you. We cast all of our cares, right? We're talking about instant. We're talking about continuing. We cast all of our cares upon Him. Why? Because He cares for us. He careth for us. Jeremiah 33, another Bob, Bob Woodruff. And I'm sure you probably knew him, didn't you, Brother JT? Bob Woodruff, yeah. This is one of his favorite passages of Scripture. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things that thou knowest not. Lord, teach me to pray. That's a great and mighty thing. Lord, grant me patience. That's a great and mighty thing. You know. So how are we as Christians to hang on in the midst of trials? Pray. How are we going to deal with that difficult person? Pray. With the difficult circumstances? Pray. Here we have some trouble in our life. We don't know what the outcome will be. We know what we want. But we don't know always what's best for us. But the Lord does. Rest in Him. Rest in Him. Prayer brings us to that place of resting in Him. Our Heavenly Father knows best. Martin Lloyd-Jones used to say, the one urge that you ought not to resist. Are there urges that you should resist? Yeah. You know, maybe I don't need that tenth Oreo. You know, maybe three's enough. He says the one urge which you should never resist is the urge to pray. Pray, pray, and pray over and over and over again. You know, there's not a time that God doesn't invite us to himself. Come unto me. Come unto me. Draw nigh unto me. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Draw nigh unto me, and I will draw nigh unto thee. He calls us to himself. And in the midst of trouble, certainly, like the hymn writer says, Jesus calls us o'er the tumult of our life's wild, restless sea. Day by day, his sweet voice soundeth, saying, Christian, follow me. I I, I read this this quote, and I I thought, I I have to. I'm glad it continued into my notes here this morning. Um, I thought it was really good. You'll have to judge for yourself. This man says, Our whole life should be so angled towards God that whatever, and I've been trying to say this, but he succinctly, I think, says it here. He says that whatever strikes upon us, whether sorrow or joy, should be deflected upwards at once. Whatever strikes us, sorrow or joy, should be deflected upwards at once. Take it to the Lord in prayer. You know, that's another hymn that we could sing. So, matters small, matters great. Joy, pain, doesn't matter. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Things going well, praise the Lord. Things difficult, go to Him for grace. Another person said that faith is the empty hand of the soul looking for all from God. We're depending upon him for everything. Lord, let me not look to myself. Let me look to you. Praying 
away uncertainty, praying away fear, praying away doubt. Asking the Lord for help in those areas. Charles Wesley, in Jesus, lover of my soul, he says, Other refuge have I none, hangs my helpless soul on thee. You know, that deflection, you know, hanging our souls, our very souls upon him. It's a place where God meets with us and pours out upon us his grace. We have not because we ask not. Think about Paul asking. Sometimes we ask and we don't receive that thorn in the flesh that we're talking about this morning. Not once, not twice, but three times. And God says, my grace is sufficient for you. This is necessary. This is going to remain. So praying for, for grace, you know, to receive such news. I read a book once entitled, and the reason why I'm bringing this up, because, you know, Paul says in that place, he says, when I'm weak, then I'm strong. I got to thinking about that, and I thought about a title of a book on John Knox. And the title of the book was The Mighty Weakness of John Knox. I think that describes prayer. The Mighty Weakness. It's a mighty weakness. We come because we are weak, and when we know that we are weak, then we are strong because then we're praying and we're looking to the Lord. About the old hymn, Have We Trials and Temptations? Is There Trouble Anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. We're called to continue steadfastly and devoted in prayer. How about when you're going to have to bless them that curse you? Pray for them that despitefully use you. I mean, there's things that we ought to pray for. I'm, I'm, I'm certain that you don't have a shortage of things, do you? Uh, I, I'm sure even as, as young as Cohen and Anna are, you know, Lydia, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a list of things that they're, 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 they're struggling with. And they're asking the Lord to help them. And even beyond that, we, we know that we're to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We're to pray to the Lord of the harvest. That has send laborers forth into the harvest. We're to pray for one another. If it's not enough to pray for just your own thing, there's others to pray for. Maybe they're having trouble. Maybe they're having trouble praying. Here you are interceding on their behalf. Paul says to Timothy, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Philippians 4, verse 6, be careful for nothing. Don't be anxious over things, but in everything, how are we going to do away with anxiety? Well, in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. What about praying that, that all men everywhere you know, would pray and not faint? So what's the remedy to weakness in the conditions that we face in this life? What's the remedy to anxiety What's the, what's the remedy, you know, to feeling so weak that you might faint? 
and, 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 and fail to continue to pray, what's the pray? That's the remedy. If we're not going to faint, we better be praying. We better be praying. Keep praying. If we don't continue in prayer, then we're going to fall victim to fear, doubt, anxiety, you know, those types of things. Those things will creep in. They'll cloud our thinking. They'll dominate, you know, our thoughts. Along those lines, Jonah says this, when my soul fainted. Now, if you were inside the belly of a great fish, you might, your soul might get a little faint. He says, when my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord and my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple. I will therefore that, First Timothy 2, 8, that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. So does prayer help? Yeah, prayer helps. It helps to pray. That was Brother Johnny's title to his message that he brought to us not long ago. It helps to pray. Abraham's servant. Abraham sends him on a journey. His eldest servant. Remember, he says, put your hand under my thigh. You know, make an oath. And so he goes to find Isaac, a wife. And think about the influence that Abraham must have had upon this man. Because in the midst of his task, what does he do? He prays. He prays. Abraham's servant prayed to God, and God directed him to the person who should be the wife of his master's son. To read it from Genesis 24 in his own words, and we don't even know this man's name. But he says, And I came came this day unto the well and said, O Lord, God of my master Abraham, if now thou do prosper my way which I go. Behold, I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass that when the virgin cometh forth to draw water, and I say to her, Give me, I pray thee, a little water of thy pitcher to drink. And she say to me, Both drink thou, and I will also draw for thy camels. Let the same woman whom the Lord hath appointed, or let the same be the woman whom the Lord had appointed out for my master's son. And it was, it, this, is, this is the interesting part. I mean, we know that, but listen to what it says. And before I was done speaking, the thing already happened. Before he was done speaking, the thing came to pass. Where she came, Rebecca comes forth with her pitcher on her shoulder, and she went down into the well and drew water. And he said unto her, Let me drink, I pray thee. And she made haste and, haste and let down her pitcher for, from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will give thy camels also uh, to drink. We don't know the man's name, but his prayer was known in heaven. His prayer was received in heaven. His prayer was answered in heaven. And it makes me think of that, one of my favorite passages in Isaiah. Isaiah sixty-five twenty-four, and it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. This is the God that we serve. Before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. And we have an example of it right there with Abraham's servant. So realizing the presence of God over all, the sovereignty of God over all, we're encouraged. Pray without ceasing. Continue instant in prayer. 
It ought to be as natural for the believer as breathing. It ought to be like the air of heaven for our souls. I mean, we can't do without air for our physical bodies. We ought not be able to do without this. I mean, can you do without praying? Uh, As a believer, I think not. This is where we make direct contact with God. Here's another statement by Brother Bob Jennings. He says, this is where we charge our batteries to press on. That's a good statement. To press on and on, even through tribulation. He was pressing on and on through pancreatic cancer. This is where the blessing flows and joys or enjoy leaps up. He says, this is where strength is supplied. So I'll just ask you in closing, how you doing? How you doing with prayer? Uh, how, how is your prayer life? Is it fervent? Is it earnest? You know, can, can we say that about it? If it's not, what, what should we do? Pray. <laughs> What's the answer to this? Pray. Ask the Lord to help us to be earnest. Ask the Lord to help us you know, to be fervent. Um, you know, we, we read in Scripture of strong crying and tears. Can, can I weep for the lost? You know, can, I, can I weep for my brother or sister who's going through, you know, great difficulty? Can I, can I have the kind of concern that I need to have, you know, for them? Um, can I come before the Lord and ask Him to help me with that? Help me to continue in prayer, steadfastly, devoted in prayer? Ask him to help me that when, whatever comes, that immediately that thing is deflected. And it doesn't have to be, and do we have to fall down upon our knees and, 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 and bow our heads and fold our hands, you know, at that moment? No. I mean, all throughout the day, driving, you can't do that driving down the road. You know, the DPS officer wouldn't understand, you know, if that were the case. But we can take all those things instantly you know, to the Lord in prayer. Don't have to have... You know, there, 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 there are people that think they can only pray if they go to the chapel. Got to reserve all my prayers for them. Or some that think, well, I'll just pray in the morning and in the afternoon. You know, pray about my day before we get started. Pray about what's happened throughout the day after it's over. No, continue instant. Don't we, don't we, if anybody can understand instant, our generation ought to be able to understand instant. You know, we've got instant everything. Instant oatmeal, instant coffee, you know, instant whatever. Well, you started to find out a little bit through all this supply chain disruption about not being able to get things. You go to the store, it's always been there before, and now it's not you know, there like it used to be. But, but we understand what it means. Instant. Continue instant in prayer. I mean, I can be carrying on a conversation with somebody, and they don't even know I'm praying. And I'm praying for them. Like, Lord, this person never wants to talk about the things of God. Will you turn this conversation in the direction you know, that would allow me to be able to speak to them about their soul and about the danger that they're in. Or maybe you're sitting with another Christian and, and maybe they're going through something really, really hard. And you're just like, what do you say? And maybe you don't say anything. Maybe you just put your arm around them. Um, you know, but if, Lord, is there something I can, something I can say, something I can help in some way, you know, in, in, in this situation with this, Brother or sister, maybe before we even go, you know, we're not there yet. We we know we're going to the hospital maybe to see him. You know, Lord, bless this time. Help me to be an encouragement to them. I'd, I'd want them to be an encouragement to me if I was laying on my deathbed or whatever it may be, you know. Help. I mean, that's, that's one of the shortest prayers in Scripture. 
Help, Lord. You know, help. Maybe that's all we're doing, saying, Lord, help. Lord, help. I don't know what to do in this situation. I don't know what to do in this circumstance, but Lord, help me. Is he going to hear? Sure. You're casting your cares upon him. He's, he cares for you. You're, you're bringing you know, these problems and this, this circumstance before him. Does he care about those things? Well, it's just this little thing. Don't bother the Lord with that. No. Everything. Everything. Little things can become big things real quick. Um, Lord, help. You know, maybe somebody's just having, you know, some simple, you know, surgery and, and, and you know, outpatient sort of thing. And you're there. And complications can arise. It can become great trouble quickly. So, Lord, help. Lord, help me in this, this set of circumstances. So, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, and continuing instant. In prayer, and by no means have we have we gone fully through, you know, those things. Um, you're you're limited. I'm limited. You know, I'm limited in my understanding. You're limited in your understanding. You know, but even beyond that, I mean, how many more scriptures maybe have come to your mind about prayer as I've been speaking? You know, but we don't, couldn't bring them all into one you know message, could we? Lord may bring us back here next week. We don't know. We may think we're through with verse number 12. may not be. may not be. Somebody may say something, you know, next Sunday morning as we sit down. Well, what, what about this? And it leads to a whole other message on prayer. We don't, we don't know. Lord, help. Even in that, right? You know, Lord, help. Come here this morning. Lord, help me to hear. I come here this morning. Lord, help me to speak. Uh, help me to be a blessing. You know, help me, help me to glorify your name in all that I do, whether I eat or I drink or whatsoever I do, I do all you know, to the glory of God. Lord, help. You know, so just, just a few things. I mean, like I said, there's lots of other verses of Scripture that we could, um, I mean, I, I have that much more on, because I have two monitors, you know, there in, in my computer. I have that much more on another page, you know, that, that, uh, and books that I wanted to get to and read um, and, and try to glean, you know, some other thoughts, you know, out of, but but this is what the Lord's given me this morning. I hope it's been some encouragement to you, help to you, uh, to pray. Continue in prayer. Be instant. I mean, I, I, for me, that's, that's the one right there, that being instant in prayer. I mean, that's the thought that really captivates my mind, being instant, being ready always to pray, to rejoice, to weep, you know, whatever it may be, to be instant. Lord, help me to be instant. Help my mind you know, to be instant in everything that I'm, that I'm reflecting upon and interpreting everything that's happening, you know, through that lens. And I'm praying about all these things. Yeah. So, Lord, help us. So to do. I mean, think about the word amen. You get to the end of your prayer. You know, we mentioned that already this morning, didn't we, in, in, a, in a sense. But, but here's all these things we bring before the Lord. And, and we don't know which way it should go. Brother Bob's comment about which prayer do I pray? Well, he prayed both. You know, but in the end, it's like, Lord, I'm, I'm resigned. I'm resigned to you. Whatever your will is in this situation. Uh, I, I just ask for, for grace, whatever, you know, may come. But your will, you know, be done. And then, you know, ending that with that amen, you know, what, what are we saying? We're saying, be it so. Be it even so. You know, be it even so according to your will. Um, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. You know, be it so, Lord. You think about the rest of that model prayer, you know, that, that here, here we are, you know, 
we, we, we talked about receiving our daily bread. And then we talked about temptations and delivering us from evil. Think about all the things that are contained, you know, within, you know, that. There's been times that it's been so hard for me to pray that I've had to revert back to thinking about that, that model prayer and just starting at the beginning and say, Father, you know, Father in heaven, here I am. I'm having a really hard time praying. I'm going through a really difficult time. Uh, there, there's, there's, there's all kind of things that are assailing me, and, and, and I don't want to live here. You know, I want to live before you and, and, and rest in you and depend upon you and trust in you and rely upon you in, in everything. And in and, and that place, it's no wonder you can say, hallowed be thy name. You know, thy kingdom, your kingdom, Lord, come. You know, even so come, you know, Lord Jesus, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And giving us this day our daily bread, just going through that. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. What comes next? Hmm? For thine is the kingdom. Thine is the glory. It's all yours, Lord. I'm yours. Been bought with a price. I belong to you. Do with what is yours as you will. Yeah. Lord, help us. Help us to pray. All right, well, any other thoughts? Or? Yeah. Yeah, and, it's, and that is the, the actual word itself. It hasn't been translated. It is amen. Yeah. And there is no a women. You heard about that, didn't you? Yeah, the congressman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And he ever lives to make intercession, yeah, for us, yeah. Yeah. Amen. Any other thoughts? Questions, comments? <laughs> yeah, pray without ceasing. Yeah. And everything. Give thanks. Uh, there's you're gonna give thanks, you've got to pray. We're to we're to come in his into his presence with thanksgiving. You're gonna come into his presence, that's prayer. You know, it's it's everywhere, isn't it? All throughout scripture. I mean we could go through the Psalms and you know tell tell how many, you know, instances you know that we would find, you know, there. Um you see David so often, you know, crying out you know, to the Lord. Um, you know, there he is in the same cave with Saul, you know, crying out to the Lord. He, he didn't just take, you know, the other men's word for it and say, huh, the Lord's delivered him into your hand. No. <laughs> no. Lord, deliver me. Deliver me from such thoughts that, that, that I would touch, you know, your anointed. Uh, he knew the Lord would remove Saul in his time. Uh, he didn't need David to strike him you know, down. Um, so we, uh, I'm sure David stepped out on that battlefield with Goliath. Much prayer. He was probably continuing instant in prayer even as that sling was whirling around before he hurled that stone. Continuing instant in prayer even as he lopped off his head with Goliath's own sword. Um, continuing instant in prayer about what may happen next. Their champion has been slain. Are they going to flee? Are they going to fight? 
think about that time that you know, Israel uh, had been routed and they had been defeated and David comes against them again and he's under the mulberry tree. And Lord, shall I go up? When you hear the sound of the rustling in the mulberry tree, he said, then go up. I'll deliver them into your hand. Uh, so, Lord, help. Help us to pray. Help us to pray for one another. Help us to be instant in prayer. Um, you know, help us in every respect to, for our prayer life to be, and teach us to pray um, what it should be. Um, I mean, I, don't, don't covet um, being able to pray so other people would think well of you, you know, during the, during the, the service whenever somebody calls upon you to pray. But no, no, no reason not to, to covet praying better. Being, being able to pray rightly, uh, being able to pray to encourage someone that's you know going through a difficulty, to, to be able to pray and honor the Lord, you know, no no reason not to covet those things. There are good things to covet. Covet coveting is not all bad, is it? We can covet right things, you know. We can ask the Lord, you know, help me in this area. I need help. Um, I desire to walk more uprightly here. Do better, you know, there. Okay, well, let's let's stand and we'll go once again to the Lord in prayer. I mean, we, we pray before we get into the message because we want the Lord to help us. We know that understanding doesn't come naturally. It's, it's given from above. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. So, all right, well, we for those that are able to to stay and eat with us, we've got, I know Brother JT, you probably can't, you've got a wife at home, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you're welcome to take a to-go plate if you want to, yeah, <laughs> but um, we, we want to pray for, for the fellowship that we're going to, you know, have, and thank the Lord for the food that he's provided, there, there are some that aren't in our midst, some that can't be here, Brother Wiseman, continue to pray, you know, for him. Um, I'm not sure where Anita is, but um, yeah, and then and uh, we we know where where Sister Delina is. So, um, but uh, you know, pray, pray for one another. Pray for those that you know of that are going through times of trouble. Pray when we come together to meet that the Lord would speak to us. Pray for me throughout the week as I study. Um, Go through, it helps me, I don't know if y'all do this, but it helps me when I'm praying for y'all. I know where you sit. So I'll just, in my mind, I'm like, yep, 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 yep. And the things that I know of that may be going on, you know, in your life. So, Lord, help us to pray. Dad, would you pray for us?